This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast from South Cities Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Learn more at southcities.church. Have you guys ever seen the Northern Lights? Ethan is shaking his head yes. Dave is shaking his head yes. Have you seen the Northern Lights? One time. Yeah. One time. Have you seen the Northern Lights, Stacy? I don't think so. Dave, when did you see the Northern Lights? I'm trying to remember. I was little. And it was actually, on TV. No. Oh. <laughs> I have seen them on TV too, though. I was I was little and somewhere with my family, and I can't even quite remember where right now. I just remember seeing them okay. and having, being amazed. Ethan, where did you see the Northern Lights? Uh, my family used to camp up on the North Shore every year for like a decade. So, uh, so did you see them multiple times? Yeah, yeah, yep. Not a lot of light pollution. Etc. So, what color were they? Green. Okay. Yep. That's great. Good stuff. Great. Nick, where were you? How were you? What were you? Up in Canada. Okay. Muskie. Northern Ontario. I don't. I don't. Summer. Yeah. You're in the summertime. You saw them. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say well, it was harder to see in the summer because less or more daylight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, um, towards the end of the summer. So. What color were they? Mostly green. But other colors? I want to say there was a little bit of purplish in there too. Okay. But Dave, what does your, uh, what is your uh, memory tell you from 20 years ago when you were 20 or uh, when you were three? <laughs> I was doing that math. I, I remember green and purple. Oh, purple. That's great. I don't know if that's true, but that's what my memory remembers. Well, Stacey, you and I have never seen the Northern Lights with our own eyes, mm. though I have heard of many going north to see them recently. Mm-hmm. One day this last week, apparently they were really crazy, but mm-hmm. the clouds were yeah, bad. Yeah, I saw pictures. You did see pictures, yeah. But what, do, what do you think the northern lights look like, Stacey? Like what, is, what would you, be your favorite color that you would hope to see if you ever got to see the northern lights? <laughs> I, I've never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would just be cool to see them. Okay, whatever yeah. color they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I'm hoping for red. Hmm. Aren't they caused by the magnetic field? Yeah, usually like corneal, coronial, whatever ejections, like the like stuff on the surface of the sun blows up and comes our way, and that like changes the um, the magnetosphere, uh-huh. whatever sphere, etc. It's really good that we have that because yeah, it keeps the Earth, you know, all together. And just like that, today we're talking about what keeps us together in community. What a transition. That is A+. Plus. Wow. You're a master <laughs> is- master magician of transition. I try poorly at times. It's either the puns or the transitions. I'm not sure. So this episode's being released the first Tuesday of May. I think May 2nd. <coughs> Excuse me. And the evening of May 3rd, Wednesday, May 3rd, we're going to do a, uh, a night oriented around the relaunch of small groups or what we're calling community groups. Why are we calling them community groups, guys? I was going to ask you that. No, but I asked you first. Yeah, but like you changed the name. Uh, I didn't change the name. The elders changed the name of which you are one. Upon Nick. your suggestion. So that's fine. I'm asking you, <laughs> why did we change the name, Nick? What was the original thing you suggested? I think I said discipleship groups. Discipleship groups. But- People wanted us to call them community groups. Mm. Why was that? What people? Uh, Stacy, perhaps. 
and mm. others. Maybe but we should ask Stacy. It was that. me. Stacy, why did you want them to be called community groups instead of small groups or discipleship groups or prayer groups or word groups or flock groups or some kind of group? Well, in you know some other documents that we have, like the plan for care at South Cities, and mm. I don't know what the other one is. I really don't know what that other one is that you have. Um, not part of, you. Part of the, the mission, part of the mission the, vision. The, 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 the five C's. Yeah. Discipleship principles. There we go. All Stacey I, and all Dave I, are looking at each other and talking to each other. All I think is like is. of the five C's. That's all I can think of. Yeah, I don't know what it's I called. Like that. Um, one of them is being community. <laughs> And so care in community, I just felt like, yep. let's call it community group. Yeah. And that's what it is. So we are- um, So does that speak to the scope of the groups now and what we're trying to, to do in them? Yeah, in terms of those documents, it is what we say aspirationally that we want everyone at South Cities to be involved in a smaller community, mm-hmm. which we think the way that these are being relaunched is the first among equals, as it were, of a spot yeah. for you to get plugged in. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and That's a good way to say it. So it's the mm. way for us to say, like, mm. we have an option for you if you're looking to get plugged in or if you feel disconnected and want to get connected. Uh, we're trying to make it so this is the easiest of all possible things, fully acknowledging there are other places you might get plugged in. I would maybe even go a step further than you. And I know Mm. this is your thing, but that it's not an option. Having community is not an option in the Christian life. It's, I mean, this is definitely an option to have that. Okay, that's not a step further than me. I agree, it's not an option. uh, But just that this would really be a great way to get community. Um, I mean, of course, like the priority of the Sunday celebration but you can't know and be known by everybody. <laughs> However many hundreds of people are here on a Sunday morning, but in a smaller setting. Um, I mean, Dave a- is going on sabbatical and the preaching may windle down our numbers no, no, over no, the no, summer. No. Thus you could know each other really well by but- the end of the summer and Dave's return. Back to what I was saying though. Um- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Stacy. <laughs> to have For keeping a group our of people, a trusted group of people to have a place to know others and be known by them, um, to share struggles with suffering and sin, <sighs> encourage one another, all the one another's of scripture. You to have a place to do that. Use your gifts in serving one another, etc. Yeah, let's talk about for a second a, a comment you made earlier. You know, Sunday celebration. Um, you know, are there ways that what you just said can find an expression in the broader body, however less acutely, more obtusely, whatever, you know, more generally. What do you guys think about that? Yes. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the things I love about the documents you wrote is kind of intentionally and very specifically saying we don't uh, we don't want community groups to become uh, so insulated that they're like their own thing that is not the church, like church within church, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, I think that's I think that's really helpful. And I I think I agree with Stacy that there's you know you can't be best friends with 380 other people that are there on a Sunday, but I I found that like just lingering afterwards in the commons, coming to Wednesday night meals, 
Um, granted, you know, I have the advantage of being a pastor, so there's lots of interactions I have that maybe others wouldn't have, whether it's counseling or ministries or whatever. But I think I, when I walk through the halls now on a Sunday or a Wednesday, there aren't many that I don't feel like I have some interaction or knowledge with. Um, and I think that that's just been, that's been built up over a few years of just trying to go where the people are. Yep, yep. <laughs> Wednesdays, Sundays, lingering. Um, and I think everybody can do that. Maybe yep. not to the same extent as a pastor can, who's also got these other spaces that they live in more. But I think, I think everybody can do that. And then hopefully the community group is like, uh, is a very, um, you know, it's just like that on steroids. It's yeah, an expression yeah. of that that I think is really important. I think needed. more acute is the way I'd say it. Yeah, like here's a yeah, way to be that's at, right. with particular direction towards particular things or particular people about all the one another's, mm-hmm. the 44 or whatever mm-hmm. one another's there are in mm-hmm. scripture. What would we say are the one another's of scripture for the gathering of the saints on Sunday? What are What are things that we are, told that we're to do, even if it's a larger assembly of saints? Um, <clears throat> so we're supposed to uh, speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. We're supposed to submit ourselves to the public reading of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to, I mean, just more generally encourage one another yeah. Um, We're supposed to, First uh, Corinthians 10, 11, um, be, think about one another yep. in the, the way that we come to communion and yep. defer, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in, uh, you know, our processing and thinking about our church body. Mm-hmm. So that's not something that can happen when you're not doing communion. Um, anything else that comes to mind? I like, mean, just, right. uh, you know, not neglect to meet together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in that we're... That's the at, one I was trying to... From, yeah, Hebrews, from Hebrews. That's the one at, I was trying to say. As we're doing the singing in the communion and sitting under the word together, God's doing a corporate thing of stirring us up to love and good works and all the more as you see the day drawing yeah. near. Yep. Hebrews yep. 10, 24 yep. to 25. Yeah. Welcome one another. Yep. Yeah. Pray for one another. Yep. yep. And I think that's Greet important. one another with a holy kiss. Culturally nope. speaking, well, probably just... What is the cultural greet, equivalent greet of that? Other. Hashtag uh, fist bump. Um, sure. <laughs> I I do think that there are ways in which some teaching surrounding kind of the rise of small groups and churches over the last 50 years seeks to replace a mm-hmm. number of different commands that I think are meant for a broader, broader gathering of Christians yep. and kind of pigeonhole them into small groups. So... Yeah. Welcome one another as Christ would welcome you. It's really easy with the 10 people that you know really well for three years that are mm-hmm. more or less in your same life stage. It's harder and there's something that must of necessity be supernatural about it when you're gathering with people that are not like you. They aren't like you in life stage. They aren't like you in gender and ethnicity and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's something of the power of the Holy Spirit on display when we gather together like that. And so therefore I would say that small group ministry as conceived in the United States and in the West, like has a place, has a purpose in these much, much larger gatherings, but it's a place, a purpose 
It's not the purpose mm -hmm. for our gathering. Uh, are you in a small group, Stacey? Yes. Are you in a small group, Dave? Yep. Are we calling them community community groups? I'm yet? in a community group. We're not, not a small technically group. calling them community groups yet. But are, are you in a? Are you in we a, call ours? Are you in a formalized group of community? Yes. Okay. Are you in one, Nick? I am. Ethan, you're not in a mic, but he's shaking your head up and down. That's that's true. He's that too. Uh, tell like uh, describe uh, for me what you do in your group briefly, and then maybe we'll use that to piggyback in the direction of what we're hoping all groups will do. But like what happens with your, your groups? You're looking at me. I am. So I can go. <laughs> go ahead, Nick. <clears throat> we're in actually in one together, Daniel. We are. Yeah. So, um, we kind of vary, you know, depending on when we're meeting, we have different weeks of the month, you know, like we meet on Mondays. And so like first Monday, second Monday, third Monday, we'll get together, uh, and we'll often do a meal. And then when we meet as a large group, we're usually discussing the sermon and then sharing prayer requests and praying for one another. Um, and then on other weeks, maybe only the women will meet and get together just to be able to share more deeply. Uh, and the guys will take care of the kids. And then on another week, the guys will just get together and share more deeply. Um, and so we just kind of alternate like that. Uh, and then sometimes we'll just do fellowship nights where we, you know, everybody gets babysitters and we'll go out and just fellowship with one another. And so we're kind of trying to um, have a mix of, you know, biblical discussion, sermon discussion, prayer for each other, and fellowship and community, uh, accountability, and just kind of trying to foster doing life with one another the different times that we get together. Dave, what does your small group do? Community group. Group. We call it a beta community group. <laughs> consider ourselves that even though you haven't dubbed us that. Is that like the difference between alpha groups, beta groups, like alpha male? I don't know why I said male, it actually. Like Or beta testing. <laughs> Test. Beta, beta testing. Test. Yeah. Testing. Okay, All right. What's your group do? It's just been meeting for a few months. Steve and Emily, Rindy... Uh, help organize and lead it. And so far, what it looks like is uh, right after, so we got a lot of kids in our group, um, but we've we've got people without kids. We've got people in lots of different life stages. So it's been a really fun diversity of folks getting together. Um, but because of some of the demographics, we just get together right after church. Um, right after is a relative term for my family when I'm hanging around talking to people. So we're always the last ones there <laughs> to our small group, community group beta community group. Um, but we basically so far have just, we've, we've shared a meal together. Uh, and then we will, uh, just talk for a bit, just fellowship to get to know each other. However that happens. And then our last time we started just reading a book together. That's really meant to, it's really meant to be a book that kind of is fostering getting to know each other through the book. So we're reading devoted to God's church by Sinclair Ferguson and just kind of asking about people's church experiences and expectations. And that's been, that was really, really sweet last time actually to talk and hear different people's processing of that, to get to know them in that way. And then we share prayer requests and we have a time of prayer. And right now we're in the stage where like you guys talked about the, the women are talking about a time to get together each month to do that and the men will probably follow that pattern as well so we'll probably be very similar to what y'all are doing yeah, um, yeah. too so but it's it's been sweet it's been good stacy what does your group do it's kind of the same <laughs> oh really yeah i mean we all get together 
once a month. It is after the service because people live in different places and it's just easier when we're all in one central place and um, get together after church for lunch. And right now we're kind of just getting to know each other Mm. and then we'll pray together. Um, And then the men and women get together other times like at a coffee shop or something. We've done that. It's great. And that's helpful. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So the hope is for community groups that so many of these different aspects are going to be reflected in that. For the community group leaders, we're not necessarily wanting them to be the ones that are teaching, the ones that are, uh, you know, some small way like shepherds over a little flock or anything like that. We're asking them to be the ones that are um, helping the group facilitate various aspects of life together. So the way that I wrote it down, well, I'll talk about tomorrow night or you know a week from now when we're recording it, is we're asking community group leaders to be those that assess the spiritual health of their group, kind of make connections to help people grow in various ways. They assist the elders and deacons in looking out for needs and that they access the resources of the church, like things like the Helping Hand Fund, things like uh, the diaconate help to be able to just help people in their group grow and find help when they need it. We are hoping that groups will get together at least twice a month, not necessarily everybody all together, but in some configuration. So like what you just said, Stacey, like mm-hmm. get together all together once a month, but then guys, girls potentially get together separate. Uh, or actually we're really hoping they do get together <coughs> separate, even though I don't think that's by any means a requirement. We are saying that I think it's an aspiration that you cap at around 12 adults per group. Uh, So it doesn't get too big and become a medium group instead of a small group. Even though what I'd say is that, you know, one group may not feel right uh, at 12. Maybe it needs to be eight or 10. And another group, because the way they're organized, they could go over that and it would still fit well. There's definitely a space for people that are not believers. We want to see them in these groups. There's definitely a space for people that are regular attenders, hopefully on their way to becoming members. For people that don't really attend our church, but they want to be part of these community groups, we do want that to not be like the status quo, that they just kind of permanently are a part of a group, a community group at South Cities while attending another church. We just want to see people get involved all the way at whatever church they're a part of. So we'd encourage them to, you know, over time, no like quick changes, just move in the direction of another church or get, you know, get in here with us. Yes. The baseline of stuff, and you guys all kind of reflected it, the baseline of stuff is we're asking that these groups be about prayer and the word of God. And that those kinds of things, that kind of encouragement and edification, holding the ropes for each other in our evangelism and child raising and other things, um, assuming there are children in the group, would just be kind of the backbone of what's happening in the group. Um, <coughs> beyond that, as far as like things that people might go through, you know, Dave mentioned a book um, that your group is doing. We're hoping that different groups will avail themselves of regular, like twice a year resources that the elders are going to recommend and provide for leaders, that those would be the kind of content that people would go through or that if there's a book that a group wants to go through, that they'll let the elders know what it is. 
so that we can be praying and maybe consider what that is for broader use, or that uh, the content would be going through the sermon discussion questions. Now, you don't have to do any of those three things. The baseline, the backbone of what you need to do um, is to be a part of a community group, is to pray for one another and minister to one another out of the word of God. And we do think that any of those three options are good options for how to go about doing that, but those aren't necessary. And just the last aspect that I'll say is we're really hoping these groups are diverse. We're not aiming to just have young married groups, you know, old senior saints groups. We want to see these groups mix. So if you're part of a group that you're just kind of pretty happy where the group is at and what you're doing doesn't really sound exactly like that. Um, and maybe you've had a group of friends for a while. We think that's great. And we want you to keep getting together with your friends and loving each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of the resourcing and the oversight for community groups, we are asking for a few of these things and some other things that I'll go over um, when we get together on Wednesday, that those would be the standard to which the group holds itself uh, to continue to get that kind of resourcing and oversight. But if that's not really where your group's at, Christians can get together and care for one another and laugh and talk about life without getting permission from the elders of this church. like, uh, And I hope that's happening all the time. So that's kind of a brief flyover overview. I don't know if there's more discussion. I mean, anything else that you guys would say? Some of you've all read the various iterations of it. Like, is there anything else you'd say about what community groups will be, we're hoping they'll be, or, um, you know, timeline stuff? I can, I can end with timeline kind of stuff. But anything else that you'd add uh excited not only about the care aspect but excited about the serving together aspect yeah i think that's a i think that's i think that's a really uh unique maybe part of it compared to what i've seen in other iterations at other places and i think it also helps to feed into the community group feeding feeding back into the larger body versus becoming kind of secluded yeah so that, that seems really exciting. And I also like the vision of, uh, I think the way you just referred to it was like holding the ropes in evangelism, but both through, you know, prayer and maybe neighborhood cookouts, you know, yeah. whatever it might be to say, hey, we're going to together seek to love our neighbors as ourselves with the gospel and with good works. Yep, um, yep. That's exciting to me. Yeah. So whether informally blessing the church or the community, broader community or formally blessing the church, the broader community. We're hoping that groups will jump into that way. The timeline is that there will be three orientation dates in June. And I think uh, also into July for anyone who's just interested in being a leader, not a commitment to be a leader, just an interest um, on the part of those, including current small group leaders. Mm -hmm. Then subsequent to that in July, there'll be a training date that'll get recorded And then starting in the fall, we will launch all these. Whether there's four groups or there's 40 groups, 40 (laughs) groups would probably be overkill. But uh, whatever it turns into, it is our hope that over the next year or so, about 50% of our membership would land in a community group as an initial goal and that uh, we can keep growing from there. I'm excited about it. I've been thinking about it for a while. and I'm eager to see us start to implement it. Uh, And if you have questions, you can certainly reach out to us. Anything else anybody else would add? Great. Thanks so much, guys.